What's up, y'all? So, here's my definition of what I think a woman really wants in her man, you know, in a man. Like, okay, so think of a superhero. And they don't necessarily have to be, you know, big, muscular, buff guy. I mean, a lot of women like that. But I really think that women want the Superman type. She wants, you know, figuratively, the dude in a cape who will, who can fly. He can leap, you know, bounds. He can leap over mountains. He has uh, mega fast speed. So when he thinks of her and he can just sense that she's in danger, he just takes off. He drops everything and he runs and he's there. He's at her aid. If she's falling, he's there to pick her up before she hits the ground. Right? He has bionic ears so he can hear everything she's thinking about. She doesn't even have to say it. He's like, okay, I got you. All of a sudden, a burger and fries appears out of nowhere because he just senses everything. He just gives it to you. You know, he's just there. He can beat everybody up. Nobody wants to mess with you because they know that your man is Superman. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, she dates Superman. Leave her alone. But in real life, we end up with the seven dwarfs. Sleepy, grumpy, lazy. I mean, that might not be their name, but that's pretty much what we end up with. Slumpy, dumpy, frumpy and grumpy. And it's just, it was like, dang, why can't life be more like a movie? Oh, but don't worry, guys. I know what y'all want. I know y'all want, y'all want, y'all, you know what? I don't even know how to create the perfect woman for a man because I don't think that you guys completely know what you want. You think you know, and then you get it and you don't know what to do with it. But let's make her up. I think that what a man wants She's a two-headed beast, right? Yes. Y'all know what I mean? She's got two heads. Hello? Two heads with two mouths. But it doesn't make any sound. The mouth is there, but it makes no sound. And she's got a bunch of holes down at the bottom. And she's got a couple of hands so she can do a couple of things. Like she can cook your dinner while she's stroking you. Right? That's what y'all, y'all would love that, right? And she's not talking to you. She's not bothering you. I don't think, I think that a man would be happy if he could find a woman who was, was mute. She just, she couldn't say anything. Maybe they signed together. I think he would like that, you know? Because it's a delicate dance dating you guys. Like, because you don't want us to be, You don't want us to be your mother, but you do want us to take care of you. You don't want us to be too much of a slut, because that means we might go fuck everybody else. But you need us to be slutty enough to please you. Do all the things you want with you and with other people. That's probably not a man, you know. It's okay for threesomes for you all, but it's not okay for us, because... Okay, no homo thing. Okay, so you guys have a lot of, there's a lot of double standards with y'all. You know, it's 
do as I say and not as I do. You can go and come and go as you please and do what you want to do. And, you know, as long as you make the money. There are a lot of dudes like that who feel like, okay, I'm the breadwinner. So you have no say. That's retarded. It's retarded as fuck. Like, all of a sudden, you think that when some guys, all of a sudden, you think when you meet a woman, especially a grown woman in her 30s or 40s, all of a sudden, you think that she can't make decisions on her own now. Well, you're with me now. You're you're inept. It's me. I'm the leader. You you don't make any decisions. You you don't know what you're doing with your life. Your your life. I have had men tell me shit like that because and they were basing it off of a social media post. They're like, oh, I can tell you're single or I can tell you don't have a man. You don't have anything else to do. And I'm like, nigga, I'm a Virgo. I can have a man, a dog, a cat, a career and still do all the other things that I have accomplished because that's that's how we are. Like, or I'll just say, you know what? Take the Virgo out of it. Take it out of it. I'll just say me because I've done it. I I get bored if I don't have a lot of things to do, a lot of things going on. I need multiple stimuli, you know? Yeah, I do. Like, I, I want, that's why I have to be with a man who's super smart because I need him to teach me something. Like, I know a lot about a lot of things. Okay, I know a little bit about a lot of things. And I'm not always right. I know I may sound like it, some of my podcasts, but that's just me talking shit. You'll get used to it. It's just my comedic style. Because, see, here's the thing. People think that I'm arrogant, right? (laughs) I know somebody probably out there was like, yeah, you are. Okay. And if I don't think highly of myself, then who will? And why does it bother somebody else so much is what I think about myself. I'm not bothering anybody with it. This is my podcast. You don't have to come on here and listen. But you do because you love to hear this garbage. You love to hear it. You love people with grand personalities. That way you can talk about them. And you can use them as a benchmark. You can measure your life against what they've done. Some people, okay? Not everybody. You know somebody like this. But anyway... Um, So people think I'm arrogant. So I'm just like, okay, well, if this is how people think of me, let me just be it. And then, because I'm an asshole, (laughs) let me just be a little extra with it. Yep. So I made that decision long ago to be that person that thinks extremely highly of herself. Because I had issues with that for so long. So... And then I didn't really have anyone, you know, other than my mother, because my father died when I when I was um, five. Um, and and young ladies, growing up, they need the compliments. You do. I know it may seem shallow, but you do. You need a balance. It really is important, because you know your mom is teaching you how to love and preferably, or hopefully, how to cook and how to take care of home and how to take care of your man. And then your father is supposed to be there to teach you how not to choose the wrong man. (laughs) Because mama don't know. Well, let's hope she does. Because if she doesn't know, then she chose the wrong father anyway. And you're not learning much. So you see how this cycle goes? So guys, I know you've heard this before. 
that you're, um, if you have a daughter, that you're her first boyfriend. Nothing gross, nothing like that. It's just, you're the one that's going to set the precedent. You're going to teach her how other men should treat her. If you're doing your job right, that's what, that's what it's supposed to be. Now, this is an old school concept. Now, of course, this new school people, they don't feel that way. You know, they're on TikTok cussing their babies out and stuff. You know, throwing their babies against the wall and laughing about it, putting it on video and, you know, scaring the shit out of their babies and, um, you know, doing weird shit. Well, you know what? I can't even. I used to do that. <laughs> I would scare my son sometimes. Just, it was, I mean, not like, not anything traumatic. It would just be like, you know, sneak up on him pretend like you know no one's there and then boom me and his sister would appear ah we're here we didn't leave you but yeah I mean it's a lot of weird shit going on right you see the videos you're not blind it's a lot of weird shit going on and I just you know what I vowed the other day I said I'm done I'm done commenting if it isn't positive I'm not going to comment on it if it's something negative, if it looks, if it looks police brutality-ish or whatever, I'm scrolling past it because I'm at that point now as an adult where everything in my life is coming back up and staring me in the face and is like, hey, deal with me, deal with me. I don't have time to deal with all that other shit. I got enough going on in my own, you know, psychotic mind. <laughs> You know, I have enough going on. So for those of you out there who know how to quiet your mind and you don't have um, 6,000 things going on like a supercomputer, congratulations. Congratulations. Because, ooh, overthinkers, we do not have that. We have the opposite. We look at everything. We think of everything. We're going to pick everything apart, throw it all out on the table, sift through it, you know, six or seven times. Did I say that right? It's just, I don't know what it is. It's part of perfectionism. It's part of um, probably even part of insecurity because sometimes you can just want to be perfect so much so that you, like I said, you pick apart everything that you see, everything that you do, because you want to be right. You know? I know some guys are like, mm-hmm, yo, that's y'all women. Y'all always want to be right. Can you never shut your mouth? <laughs> Dudes, come on now. I mean, you're right. I'm not going not gonna to lie. You're right. And I'm sure I've had those, um, I've had those issues and probably still do because we all still make the same mistakes we say oh I'm not going to do that anymore and then we end up in another relationship and we do it again because that I think that's really the nature of why we're here I mean have you noticed it's a lot of shit you can't you just cannot run away from you're going to have to face it do you believe that your body is an avatar it's like a vehicle and this earth is is just where you decided as a as a spirit as an energy 
to come into being, to come into existence. Like, oh, I like Earth. That oh, so they experience, they experience hurt, they experience uh, laughter, they experience love, <gasps> they have sex. Oh yeah, let's go there. Wow, they can, they can make other things that look like them. Yes, I want that experience. Yes, I want that experience. I want to go there. And somebody, some other spirit, is somewhere on another, you know, plane of existence in a different type of avatar or vehicle. They're in one that looks like an alien with scales and heads and, you know, big long claws that are, you know, I don't know, five feet long. And they got tails and sharp teeth and they're fighting and, you know, I mean, I don't know. They say they can see other other planets. They say that they've been to these other planets. And, and um, I think that one or two of them might be sustainable. But I'm like, yeah. I th- and I did a, um, an episode about this. Like, yeah, I'm not leaving. I, I mean, as much as, you know, Earth, or I'll say where I am on Earth has its challenges. You know, especially Western culture. I mean, we're the most spoiled, but we do have the most to offer. So there's, so there's that thing again, balance. You got to have balance, right? You can't get too far gone with the material shit. And I mean, you could go, you could go, to, you could go too far the other way and just say like a, um, like a Buddhist monk and say, I don't, I'm giving up everything and anything worldly and I'm just going to be at peace and wear robes and sandals and pray and eat and sleep and just I don't know what do they think about all day what do they do what do you do when you denounce everything like imagine what would you do all day if they don't watch tv they don't have cell phones they just Pray and have communion with each other. I think, I guess that's it. You guys remember that part in The Hangover? I think it was, um, might have been The Hangover 2. When, um, what is that guy's name? I think it's, it's somebody, Galifianakis. I think that's that actor's name. He's hilarious to me. The one who played, like, the little chubby friend of, um, all the other cool ones. <laughs> And he went into this Buddhist monk and he was like, what is this, a P.F. Chang's? <laughs> it was all quiet. Nobody was saying anything. The monks were in there say, taking a vow of silence. You're supposed to respect that and basically tiptoe around. And he goes in there and he's all loud. What is this, a P.F. Chang's? You got to just look up that. You just have to look up that video. That shit is hilarious. But watch the whole movie so you understand the context. Just watch it. I mean, who hasn't watched The Hangover by now? If you've never seen any of The Hangovers, something is wrong with you. Um, it's classic. Kind of like Pulp Fiction. And, um, you know, those are the the other movies. But, you know, like we have a whole list. Black people, we got a whole list of movies that we feel like, if you're black, you should have seen these movies. Something's wrong with you. Boys in the Hood. Friday, color purple, roots. That's what. That's what's wrong with the youth. They've never seen roots. 
Because if they saw roots, <laughs> I think they would be different. <laughs> roots changed a lot of us growing up. Think about it. Because I mean, most of the people who are listening to my podcast are within my age group by 10, 20 years. Y'all remember Roots? It changed us, right? I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those people that I get changed by things that I see. You know, I'm not uh, a fixed sign. I'm mutable earth. So I can morph and I can um, ebb and flow and I'm a chameleon. That's what they call us. I'm a chameleon. And I'm adaptable. All those things. It all kind of means the same thing. But for those of you who don't know one word, maybe you know the other. But I'm adaptable. I, if I decide to adapt to a situation, I can adapt to it and I can adjust myself um, to a certain extent. Now, if I have to do too much adjusting, that drives me nuts. And eventually I'm just going to be like, ugh, okay, I'm tired. I can't do it. But, um, yeah, mutable earth to me is one of the best signs because people need constant acceptance. And um, I think people need an open door to change. I think it's weird to be with someone and they're like, never change. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'll be different tomorrow. That's the way it is. I mean, we're literally... You know, we, we, different things happen and different things, different experiences change you. It doesn't mean that you're changing for the worst. And maybe people should be a little more specific. I think what they really mean is don't change the things in you that I love. That's what people really mean. Like, I like all these things about you. Don't change any of those. If you do, make them better. Just not worse. Just don't change for the worst. But nobody is really that clear on what they say they want when they're telling another person because that's that's it right that's what you really want to say don't change the goodness in you that I love and isn't that selfish when you think about it and you look at another person you tell them don't change it's like who are you this is my journey like who the fuck are you to tell me not to change along my journey Like, if I don't fit the mold of you in a year or two, then we just need to break up and move on. We've outgrown each other for whatever reason, or we just don't belong together. Like, I think I'm starting to really learn that, I mean, obviously nothing lasts forever because there's death, but energy never dies, and that is the only thing that never dies. So, but once your avatar is no longer here, but people can still feel you. They can still feel your, you energetically when they have a thought, when they have, um, you know, a daydream sometimes. Now, some people may not be able to, but a lot of people can still feel their loved ones who are no longer here. Yeah, so you guys understand now why I nickname myself the most random woman in the world. Because I can take, I will start off one place and go six or seven places along the journey and then end up somewhere else which is pretty much what I do I mean because a lot of things kind of string together I don't know it works for me anyway um 
that's all I wanted to say. I hope you learned something. And if not, I hope you at least laughed. And if not, oh well, come back and listen to another one and maybe it'll be funnier.